All right, it's already, it's already, it's already all right. Why? Because this is not live. It's Memorex. It's already been recorded. And we've already come out the victors and not the doggone me victims. You're now tuned in and locked in right here to your number one inspirational morning show in the country. The whole doggone me thing. It is the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show. And I am your happy host, Jerry P. Beasley, broadcasting live from the historic KCOH Global Studios on the corner of Alameda and Wichita. Smack dab in the middle of what some call Midtown, others call Third Ward. I simply call this thing home in the glorious, magnificent, awe-inspiring city of Houston, Texas, and all over the world via KCOHradio.com, KCOHTV, the Boost app, TuneIn, Alexa, BBC Global, OS, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're there, and so are you. Just Google us. Why? Because we are Googleable. Happy Keep It Moving Monday morning to you. I pray that you had a marvelous, wonderful weekend doing whatever you do. As long as it was legal and godly, I pray that you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I know that I did, and I'm glad to be back here to report to you on today and just tell you God is still yet good and God is still yet on the throne. Let's get to the word of God this morning, coming from Mark 1, 35 through 39, and it reads, It was very early in the morning and still dark. Jesus got up and left the house. He went to a place where he could be alone. There he prayed. Simon and his friends went to look for Jesus. When they found him, they called out, everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, let's go somewhere else. I want to go to the nearby towns. I must preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled all around Galilee. He preached in their synagogues and he also drove out demons. Let me read it one more time for those on 610. Okay. 
it was very early in the morning and still dark. Jesus got up and left the house. He went to a place where he could be alone. There he prayed. Simon and his friends went to look for Jesus. When they found him, they called out. Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, let's go somewhere else. I want to go to the nearby towns. I must preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled all around Galilee. He preached in their synagogues and he drove out demons. Man, this thing has come to life to me on this morning. Posted on my Holy Ghost drive-by. If you haven't ever read a Holy Ghost drive-by, where you been? Go follow me on Facebook. Follow me. Don't befriend me because I've already reached my limit. But follow me on Facebook. Jerry, J-E-R-R-I, not a Y, because I'm a lady. P for paid, Beasley, B-E-A-S-L-E-Y. It ain't easy being Beasley, okay? And there you'll get the daily Holy Ghost drive-by. It's just something God gives me on a daily basis to share with others. But anyway, I posted on the Holy Ghost drive-by. Being alone and being lonely are two different things. And the first person, the main person you really need to connect with here on earth is you. And oftentimes we don't connect with us because we're always looking for others. We're always around others and never really spend that alone time that's necessary. Some people are afraid to be alone because they don't want to be bored and they don't want to be lonely. But lonely and alone are two different things. When God allows you a season to be alone, it's because he has something he has to download to you. Something that he has to give to you so you can go forth and be all that you need to be. Mostly everything you need, you're going to find it within yourself. But we often miss it because we're around the crowds. But Jesus went somewhere purposely and intentionally to be alone because he knew if he was with everybody else, he would end up missing what he needed to know. And oftentimes when you spend a lot of time alone, there will be people looking for you. There'll be people calling you. Thank God for caller ID. Because when God has called you to be alone, you don't have a lot of time for a lot of chatter. You don't have a lot of time for a lot of noise. Not to be rude, but you're on a righteous path. And you've got to get clarity of where you're going. And who better knows than the father? Who better to ask than your father? And then when they came looking for him and they found him, Jesus replied, let's go somewhere else. That means in his alone time, he was able to get some instructions. He said, I want to go to the nearby towns. He gave direction. He was given direction. I must preach there also. He was given an assignment. And when he got there, he said, this is why I come. He got clarity to his purpose and his calling. So they traveled and preached all around Galilee. And he preached in their synagogues. And he drove out demons. Alone time causes you to get clarity. Causes you to hear instructions. Causes you to get direction. Causes you to have the reason for your purpose of being here. Your very existence. The very thing we're trying to run from is the very thing he wants us to get to. That's alone time with him. I challenge everyone tuned in all over the world today under the sound of my voice. Find you on a consistent basis somewhere to go that you can be alone, not lonely, but alone with the father so you can get clarity, 
so you can get instructions and you will have purpose to why you exist. Allow him to be the biggest part of your life. You got to get in his face first before you dare get in anybody else's face. Because he is the biggest part of your life. Alone and lonely are not the same. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you on today and we say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for a time to be alone. Thank you for a time to get with you. Thank you for a time to seek you early. Thank you for a time to commune with you. Thank you for a time to hear from you. Thank you for a time to get instructions from you. Thank you for a time to get purpose from you. Thank you for a time to get direction from you. Thank you, God, that you separate us for a season only to bring us out better stronger and more knowledgeable than we ever were before. Thank you for giving us ears to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Thank you for moving by your spirit because wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Thank you today that our steps are ordered and never obligated, meaning we go where you tell us to go to get what you tell us to get from the people you tell us to get it from. Thank you today that no weapon formed against us will prosper and every tongue that rise against us in judgment we shall utterly condemn. Prove them to be wrong through you. Thank you today for the blood of Jesus over the crown of our heads to the very soles of our feet. Thank you that we apply the blood over our loved ones and everyone assigned and attached to us, letting the death angel know to pass on by. Thank you that you have angels encamped about us, keeping us safe from seen and unseen danger. Thank you for traveling grace over the highways and the byways, binding of accidents, mishaps, and calamities. Thank you today for divine healing in the bodies of those that have been afflicted, those on their bed of affliction. Thank you that you're purging blood cells. Thank you that you're causing oxygen to flow unhindered, blood to flow unhindered, going where it needs to go and doing what it needs to do. Thank you that you're opening up blinded eyes, spiritual and natural today. Thank you, God, that you're healing crooked bones today, joints that are aching today. Thank you today that you're removing excess inflammation. Thank you on today that you're God and God all by yourself. Thank you today that you're in us because greater is he that's in us than he was in the world. Thank you today that we don't avoid us because you're in us and we need to connect with us because we're connecting with you. Thank you today, Father God. We're not afraid to be lonely because we know we need to be alone at times with the Father to get the instructions needed to do all you called us to do. Thank you today that whatever we lay our hands to do in you, it shall prosper and succeed. Thank you today for restoration. Thank you today for you doing what you can only do. God, we give you glory that it's already done and we declare it and decree it and it shall be established. Thank you that we recognize that you are the biggest, the greatest part of our every very existence and we give you the time that is due unto you. Now, at least we be rude. We say, good morning, Father. Good morning, Son. And good morning, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. You're welcome in this radio station. You're welcome over these airways. You're welcome in our homes. You're welcome in our cars. You're welcome in our jobs. You're welcome in our Zoom rooms. You're welcome in our schools. You're welcome under the freeway and you're welcome under the alleyway. You're welcome in the nursing home and you're welcome in the ICU room. You're welcome in the living room and you're welcome in the bedroom. You're welcome in the jailhouse and you're welcome in the crack house. And God, you're definitely welcome in the White House to pluck up and plan all at the same time. From the White House to the church house, right on back to our house. Everything that need not 
not be plucking up in everything that should be planted. And God, while you're plucking and planting, please go ahead and reveal and deal with every plot, plan, scheme, and trick of the enemy. Everything that came to keep us stagnant, everything that came to crowd us, everything that came to keep us from hearing your voice, reveal it, deal with it, and shut it down in the name of Jesus. Give us an understanding that you are the biggest and the greatest part of our existence. Give us the understanding that we need to be alone with you in order to get the instructions that only you can give, in order to get the clarity that only you can give, in order to give the purpose that only you can give. And we be sure to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. And Jesus' name, we just prayed that thing. Now get up and be alone with him. Get up and be alone with him. Get up and be alone with him.
footsteps. That's you walking alone. Not lonely, but alone at times for a season, for a purpose, for a reason. We must walk alone. For those just tuning in, logging in, we're coming from Matthew 1 and 35 through 39, and it reads, it was very early in the morning and still dark. Jesus got up and left the house. He went to a place where he could be alone. There he prayed. Simon and his friends went to look for Jesus. Huh? Somebody looking for you? When they found him, they called out, everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, let's go somewhere else. I want to go to the nearby towns. I must preach there also. This is why I have come. So he traveled all around Galilee. He preached in their synagogues and he drove out demons. Listen, he got all this information from spending time alone with the father. Even though his friends and the disciples were looking for him, he didn't matter that. He didn't care about all that. He said, hey, listen, let's go somewhere else. Meaning he got some instructions. He knew what he was called to do because he spent time alone with the father. He knew where he was supposed to go because he spent time alone with the father. And he was able to get it done because he spent time alone with the father. 
I remember a time that I used to need an entourage when I really needed intercessors. I didn't need hangout buddies because a lot of the hangout buddies didn't know what I was called to do and I was still kind of confused. So confused folks running with confused folks leads a bunch of confusion. And then he began to separate me for some seasons, for some times where I craved to be alone because I needed to talk to somebody who truly understood and understands where I am. And that somebody is God for me. Now, he will send earthly people that are able to get in touch with you and, and talk to you. But for the most part, it's him. As we learn to recognize his voice, as we learn to obey his word, he gives us clarity, he gives us purpose, and he gives us direction. So we find out we don't need an entourage. We need intercessors. We need to get before the Father and say, Father, you are my daily bread. I'm not lonely, but I am going to be alone to get alone with you so I can get some clarity, so I can get some instructions, so I can know what the purpose is for being here and existing. Trust and believe. He is your daily bread. That's what we're talking about on a Keep It Moving Monday morning.
that's right, that's right. We'll be fine if he just lights the way. When God illuminates that light on a troubled situation, you get a newfound pep in your step. When you take the time out to separate yourself from some people, places, and things, not because you're tripping, not because you're mad, but you're in a quest, on a quest, on a journey to get an understanding. That's what the Word of God tells us. In all of our getting, get an understanding. So you won't be going around the Mayberry bush over and over and over again. But now you have a clear path. Now you have instructions. Now you have some pep in your step, some fire up under you, and you've heard a word. Wow, when you hear a word from God, it's a guaranteed word. It's a sure bet. Not like they make a millions. Huh? Now I'm talking about it because I was telling folks to play it because I don't play it, you know. Then I said, I see, that's why I don't spend my money when they didn't win. But anyway, nonetheless, I digress. But you got to spend time alone with God. I'm telling you, on the phone all the time, eh, you're not going to get the answer you need, you know. I often tell people, don't just call me with all that. I just don't, I can't. Can't get all that in my spirit. You know, I remember one time Ben Hall was here and he was talking about his wife and he was saying one morning he got up, had some trouble on his mind, and he was disturbed about a case. And he went in there early in the morning and just started rambling to her. She said, hold up. I ain't had my coffee yet. <laughs> That's how I be feeling like, oh, 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 I got to give God first. You're doing all this, ugh, all this. And you can tell when people are not spending a lot of time with him because they got a lot going on. And then they come to you and then they got a lot to deal with you. And you be like, uh-uh, hold on. I got to spend my time with God. That's why early will I rise. Early. Shall you seek him? Alone time with God is important time. In that alone time, he takes your hand and he guides you in the way that you should go. Ain't nothing like having a trained tour guide to take you to places that you've never been before. To give you instructions and directions when you've never gone that way before. I pray and I ask, I admonish you today. Find time. To spend time alone with God. Find time to put your hands in his hands and let him lead the way. Because he has the trail that leads us out of every trial.
Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak to me. Speak to me. Oh, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Won't you speak to me? Speak to me. I was so blind. Speak, Lord. Oh, I was so lost. Until you spoke to speak, me. Speak, Lord. Speak, my Lord. Speak to me. And heal my mind. Speak to me. Oh, with your word. Speak, Lord. Heal my soul. Speak to me. Oh, speak to love. Speak, Lord. Speak to me. Speak to me. I love you, Lord. Speak to me. You save my soul.
God is trying to tell you something right now. Right now. Listen, when do you need to listen? Right now. Don't refuse the instructions of the Lord. Don't refuse the leading of God. When he wants to talk to you, he's going to call you away from some stuff. And he'll get you up early. Lately, I have not been able to sleep the night through. I don't call it insomnia. I call it God is trying to tell me something and let me get up and see what he's talking about. Because I understand when he gets me up early, it's got something to do with something. So I got to get up and begin to talk to him. You know, I pray in the spirit and then I get quiet and I listen and he gives me some instructions. And I follow them. And I'm happy that I did when I did it. Because the blessings come not from the instructions, but the follow through instructions. That could be something that could cause you to be so vexed, so bothered. But spending time alone with God, he begins to show you the other side of that thing. And you be like, oh, oh, I see what you're doing. Go, Okay, you went the long way around, but it's because you know I needed this lesson so I don't repeat it again. When God is trying to tell you something, all you need to do is say, speak, Lord. For thy servant hears. We must be willing to follow him, even when he takes us to alone places. Remember, when you're in God, you're never alone. You're alone with him. So we must be willing to follow him there. Trust me, he got something for you. He's got something for us.
Come on, we got to be willing, willing and obedient. Then we'll eat the good of the land. No need to be anorexic when we can get fat, fat, full off the good of the land. But we've got to be obedient to the nudging, to the leading of the Father. When we begin to get you up, just get up. I know it can be hard sometimes because you like that sleep. That sleep is good. But his instructions are better because he'll lead you to where the money resides. Don't you want to go where the money resides? I do. So it's time to follow the Father. It's time to spend time alone with the Father. It's just simply time.